Shout out to our sponsor, Castaway Club Clothing. Locally grown and founded here in the western suburbs, Castaway Club Clothing is a pioneer in Midwestern streetwear. They're your one-stop shop for all things from cozy hoodies to crisp and clean jackets. Check them out on their Instagram or on their website at castawayclubclothing.com. And don't forget to stay lounging. Come on, dude. You're really dropping the ball on this part. I'm sick of doing this. You're sick of doing this? Well, I, don't even, I don't even care about the money anymore. Come on, dude. We need to we need to pay for this thing. You know how much money I spent on the website? I spent forty five thousand dollars on the website. Bought the chance for win something for free. One high quality drip and not pay high quality prices. Just follow Castaway Club Clothing on Instagram. Whatever. Comment anything to do with the baby station, and a random one will be selected. You'll win one hundred dollars worth of Castaway Club gear. Love the heart and soul behind that. And if you're looking to save a little on your next purchase and support us at the baby stage, oh, you can put in on. code. Come on, stop faking it. Yeah, you can put in code baby at checkout, get 15% off. All right, let's get into the episode. back it's baby station it's the only show where i drank three five-hour energies in order to get amped up for this episode and i think giuliano um i think he did the opposite he took five-hour anti-energy yeah yeah i just ate i just ate a loaf of bread before this (laughs) that's basically five-hour (laughs) anti-energy could you imagine the way that sits in your stomach oh just like a just like an iceberg of bread yeah what we actually you know, do... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just... Why don't you go say what we actually do real quick? What we actually do is we bring material, usually news articles, and here's the catch. I don't know what Nate's bringing to the table. He's bringing a big loaf of bread to the table, and That's I'm right. bringing a big loaf of bread to the table, too. So there's constant surprise. We didn't know that we both brought the same thing to the table, and it's a weird world out there, and we firmly believe that there is humor to be found in everything. Friendly reminder to rate our podcast five stars, subscribe to our show, and share with your friends. And don't forget to send article submissions to babystationsubs at gmail.com. Support us on Patreon and visit our website at babystation.io. Yeah. Um, I was going to say one thing that I like to do sometimes if like I'm playing some board games and it's getting into the later hours of the night as I make a snack called a called a Nate special and uh, I just I take like um, some some butter and I put some butter on a piece of bread and I put it in the microwave for about 25 seconds till it's all melted and then I just kind of squish it into a ball just like a ball of of dough and, and liquid and I just eat that now, now people watching this pot or listening to this podcast probably think that Nate's kidding however the other day I was at Nate's apartment and he pulls his stuff out of his fridge and he puts like a piece of American cheese on white bread. Okay. And it, then was, some, it was cheddar first off. Okay. Whatever. Cheddar cheese. Even worse. Even worse. Puts cheddar cheese on white bread. Puts mayo on the cheese. Low fat mayo. 
Okay, low fat mayo, whatever, even worse. <laughs> and then, and then you think he's gonna put some some meat on there, maybe some roast beef or something. No, the guy tops it off with another piece of bread and just eats it. Cheese and mayo sandwich, guys. I that's how I know he's not kidding about the Nate special. Come on, what is going on here? This guy's a monster. He chugs milk by the freaking cup. Eats bread, bread balls, buttery bread balls, mayo and cheese sandwich. Five hour energies. Come on. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. What? The sandwich is really good. Okay. I haven't tried it. I will give you that. I have not tried it. Yeah, okay, so here's the thing is, usually when I make that sandwich, I don't want to spend the time to make, like, a nice meal, and I am I just need, like, some food to, to sustain me. This is why I make it for lunch during the workday, because, like, I've been sitting, writing code for, you know, four hours at this point, and I'm just hungry, and I just want to eat some food, not really think about it, and get back to work. And the sandwich has, you know, some carbs, and it sustains me. <laughs> some carbs, and that's about it. Well, yeah, I mean, that's there's not much else in there, but not like the slice of cheese is really good, um, and it has a nice textural contrast with the bread. Same thing with the mayo. I'm not a huge mayo fan, but I do like the... Um, you have like the smoothness of the mayo, kind of the uh, the grittiness of the bread, and then like the the rubberiness of the cheese. It's it's a very enjoyable texture. Oh my god! Sometimes I'll put a little sriracha on there, or maybe I'll put a little garlic powder on there just to you know make it a little more interesting. The thing about garlic powder is that it really stays on my breath for hours on end, even after I brush my teeth. That's the that's the what? thing I don't like about garlic powder. What kind of garlic powder are you using? Using Gorilla Glue garlic powder? No, no. I, like, I sometimes I make a, myself a bagel in the morning with, like, butter, and I put garlic powder on it. Really? But the garlic, yeah, it's good. It's just, like, garlic bread. Mostly. Ew. What do you mean, ew? Nasty. Who you're puts garlic me on a bagel? You're telling me nasty when you're eating a, a buttery bread ball in the microwave? Listen, anybody who's had a buttery bread ball will know that that's the furthest thing from nasty. Okay. So, as I was saying, now that I'm just going to disregard everything that you're telling me. Sure, 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 sure. Garlic powder, like if it's a, if it's cooked in something, like if I put it in my pasta, it's fine. It doesn't stay on my breath for a while. But if, if I like put it on my bagel after I butter it and after it's toasted and it's like fresh on it... Uh, and there's still some some granules of the garlic powder, uh-huh. um, and it's not cooked in. It stays it stays in my in my mouth for for a while, even after I brush my teeth. Me and my sister, when we used to go to school, we would have like bagels with a little garlic powder sometimes in the morning, and and we would like tell each other after school like, oh yeah, I remember like sixth period, I still tasted the garlic in my mouth. Weird. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had that experience with garlic powder. You should do it. You should try it. Put it on a bagel. I'll try your buttery ball. The Nate special. <laughs> and you can do the garlic powder. Okay. I, think, I don't I don't I, think that's a fair trade, mind you, but 
<laughs> Why is I'll that not fair it. trade? The Nate special is delicious. The Nate special sounds like I'm going to give myself <laughs> like a blockage in my in my heart. It's not even that much. Like it's not like I'm lathering the thing in butter. Like it's just a couple slices of butter, okay. a couple thin chin thin shavings of butter. I don't know. Still sounds a little messed up. All right, all right. Listen, don't knock it till you try it. With that being said, you want to talk about an article? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Wait, actually, before that, I would not be surprised at this point if you were like, oh, yeah, I um, just needed a quick bite for lunch. So I took a piece of bread, I filled <laughs> I filled up a cup of milk, and I dipped the bread in the milk, and then I sprayed some WD-40 on the bread, <laughs> and I ate it. I would not be surprised if you said that to me. I, I swear to God, I would I mean, not be surprised. Up until the WD-40, that's not the worst idea I've ever heard. Okay. Right. I wouldn't try it because I don't think that sounds very good. But, like, I, I've had worse. Yeah. You know, my dad, uh, my dad likes to dip toast in orange juice. Dude, uh, that makes a lot of sense now. You cut from the same cloth. <laughs> I never liked that. I always thought that was nasty. And then back in the day, the old the old Norris clan from Whoa. like as Vikings. <laughs> the old the old Norris Viking clan would would slay their fish and then just just dump it in a bucket of milk and fat and just eat it afterwards. <laughs> They're just weird eaters. You come yeah, from a could. line of weird eaters. <laughs> I'm a hundred percent Swedish, you know, so back in uh in Sweden, that's how we do things. Yeah. The ocean in Sweden <laughs> is just milk. <laughs> that's one of the more strange urban legends I've heard. No. Alright, come on, let's get one in there. Let's get an get one in there. Why don't you do an article? Okay. So this one is from ABC, uh, Arizona. Arizona man accused of faking own kidnapping to evade work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the things there. we do. Yeah, oh, the things we do. We have all been there. There is yeah. a picture of, of him on the ground with um, a belt tied around his wrists and a bandana stuck in his mouth. Wow. This is very elaborate. The Coolidge police arrested a man who claimed he uh, he had been kidnapped um, near Northern Avenue in Arizona. The Casa Grande dispatch reported that the police said that they found 19-year-old Brandon Souls near a water tower with both his hands bound behind his back and a bandana stuffed in his mouth. Souls told the police he was kidnapped by two masked men. And he says the men knocked him unconscious, hit him in the head with something, and drove him around in a vehicle before leaving him by the water tower. Hmm. So the Coolidge police detectives um, conducted an investigation and found no evidence that the kidnapping had occurred. Because they looked at a surveillance video to corroborate his story of him being hit in the head and stuffed in a car in front of his home. And said that they saw no signs of this happening. <laughs> Sir, we checked the surveillance video and it just shows you tying a belt around your own hands and then stuffing a handkerchief in your mouth. <laughs> What's extra funny is that he actually self-inflicted his head wound, too. So he, oh. was, 
he was really um he was really committed to the character here guys he's method acting this uh, <laughs> he, this kidnapping uh, he just forgot the one crucial flaw in his plan which was the modern security camera right somebody's got a ring in front of their house and it just messed him up yeah um, wow this episode is brought to you by ring <laughs> um so he made he made uh, an excuse during a police interview. He said that the story was an excuse to get out of work. So here's a couple things that I'm thinking. The guy said he was kidnapped. I would say since he self-inflicted a head wound, tied his arms up and put a bandana in his mouth. He basically kidnapped himself. Yeah. I mean, who, who has to be, doing the kidnapping in order for it to be a kidnapping. You can probably kidnap yourself, right? It seems like that that's what he did, right? I mean, he really tied himself up and, and <laughs> they said they and they I watched the video before, you know, we started recording and the police officer that's being interviewed said he probably would have gotten away with it if there was no surveillance footage. Yeah, I mean, that's a great job by him. Right? So at that point you might he probably just kidnapped himself. Yeah, I mean, you you tie yourself up, gag yourself, close your eyes, and run to an undisclosed secondary location. Boom, you've kidnapped yourself. Man, that's a good way to get out of work. It's not too hard. I mean, except now, maybe for the head wound part. Well, okay, here's the thing. How does that get you out of work? I'm not really tracking with that part. Right, because you would think that if you want to get out of work, you would be doing something relaxing. But this guy is just tying himself up and... <laughs> self-inflicting head wounds so doesn't seem like much of a break i would go to work his his job must be awful if he's doing yeah that's the thing right like he must his job must be like roasting his own skin for eight hours if he's willing to kidnap himself to get out of that i wonder what his job is well and here's the thing too like it's clearly not something he likes doing it's clearly not a good job yeah Um, at that point Try and maybe figure out something new for yourself, no? Well, and the interesting thing is he's clearly fiscally independent, too. Because, you you know, usually if you're really, you know, if you need to make ends meet, you go to work, even if you don't like it, because you need the money. Exactly, exactly. You would think <laughs> that, at least. You yeah, would you, would, you would think that. Also, I just have a hard time imagining that his manager didn't just say, uh, Hey, sorry to hear about the kidnapping. Um, but since you're not kidnapped anymore, come on in. Yeah, I mean, we got business to do. <laughs> that would suck. That would suck. He's found. He's like all tied up, and it's like you're right to come in now. You're found. I mean, oh I think goodness. it'd be reasonable to like give him like one day off. Be like, okay, that's kind of jarring. Maybe take a day to like relax and you know recover a little bit i think if he was actually kidnapped i would give the guy at least like a week and a half because like you gotta recover from that that's some traumatic stuff yeah that seems reasonable but like you gotta go back to work eventually right right and also isn't it easier to just get sick yes i mean you would just have a better excuse right so this guy must have used up all his good excuses at this point. <laughs> so here, this dude must have been sick, like fake sick for like a month now. Right, right. I mean, I used to not really like my first job when I was in middle school and high school. 
That was the concession stand? Yeah, it was it was summer work, but it kind of bled into the fall sometimes. And I I mean, my parents were basically, you know, giving me money because I was like a kid and I like had a job over the summer. Like I was I was a kid. So yeah. um I um I remember just not wanting to go to work a lot of times. And I never called off work from like a shift that I had, but if somebody were like, Hey, I really need you to take my shift at this point, <laughs> I would always have an excuse. But then at a, at a certain moment, I was like, man, I've really run out of everything. Like I use, <laughs> I use orthodontist. I use dentist. I use both orthodontist and dentist. Cause those are different things <laughs> I've used. Oh man, I'm so sorry. I got a headache. I got a stomach ache. I use what else have I used? I oh sorry, I got a family obligation today that I got to take care of. I, I use like that everything. One, the family obligation you can just keep running back. I mean, you never run out of those. Yeah, but that one, like orthodontist and dentist, sounds plausible. Yeah, family obligation is like, come on, you're not even trying to make an excuse <laughs> at this point. You're just saying you have a family obligation. Now, how about this one? How about this one? Somebody says, "Hey, can you cover my shift today?" You say, "Sorry, can't." People would do that to me when, because, because it's like, um, it's definitely like a power relationship in in that like interaction. Because you're, there were times where I was desperate for somebody to take my shift, just desperate. Like, I had something that I had to do. I had a scheduling issue, and I didn't want to like let somebody down, so I couldn't work. And people who would respond back to me and say, "Sorry, I just can't. Sorry, I can't." Or just, sorry, no. I'd be like, you are the worst person on the planet right now. At least give me a reason. <laughs> but then there's people on the other end of the spectrum who are like, oh my goodness, I am so, so sorry. <laughs> I have an orthodontist appointment today and I'm really, really sorry. I promise I'll take it for you in the future. <laughs> Screw those people too. They're even worse. Oh my God. I'm I'm angry at myself. I wish I could take this shift. Yeah. Cause you know they're not. They don't give a they don't give a flying crap about it. Right? Here's, no, absolutely. Nobody cares that much. And no. here's the thing. And this is just my opinion, but hey, I think it is an example of setting healthy boundaries to be able to just say, no. No reason necessary. And I think that's something that uh, that I think there's like a social expectation, even as we get older, that like if someone asks you to do something, you like you have to give them a reason why you're turning them down. And I think that's BS. I think it is healthy and uh, good to, to just say no. And you I don't like you don't owe people an explanation. I think you do owe a little bit of an explanation. I think you're onto something in saying that the explanation doesn't have to be something fake or something that sounds like really important. Like, I think if you said, no, I'm sorry, I can't take your shift. I'm just really not feeling up to it today. I think that if we can get to a point like that, that would be fine. But if you were just like, no, that to me tells, tells the other person that like, I don't care enough about you to even give you an explanation. Yeah. I, I do think that there's a balance there. I, Yeah. I think saying like, yeah, sorry, I don't want to is an acceptable answer. But I agree just being like, no. Okay. It's so, kind of rude. 
So I'll be the person who's desperate to get a shift covered. Yeah. And and you can be the person that I'm texting. Sure. Hey, Nate, I'm so sorry. Uh, my dog just died. <laughs> my dog just died and I have to really take care of stuff for for my family today. Um, I have a shift I, at I have a shift at 1215. I Do type you, back. That's tough. Yeah, I know. It's it's really it's really tough. Um can do you mind taking my shift today so I can kind of get things sorted out? I'm just not feeling up to getting my sh- you know doing my shift today. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that sucks. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't really want to work today. So, I'm sorry. That's going to be a no from me. Okay, so I'm typing, but then you see the typing bubble go away. Yeah. And then I'm typing, and then you see the typing bubble go away. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm typing again, and you see it go away. Mm -hmm. Typing bubbles up. Uh, I mean, I've I've left at this point. Like, I'm not looking at the typing bubble anymore. I really appreciate your honesty, (laughs) and I will check in with other people to see if they can get my shift. 30 minutes go by. (laughs) <laughs> what time's the shift at right now it's 10 30 yeah after the 30 minutes have gone by and the shift's at 12 15 okay okay a.m <laughs> not p.m we're not right. working the night shift here right well wait 12 15 a.m would be the the, the night shift uh, uh it's 10 30 a.m is what i'm saying okay. 12 15 p.m is the shift gotcha hey man i just texted rachel and sammy um and they they have things going on today um they gave me some really good explanations one of them <laughs> said that they have an orthodontist appointment and the other one said that they have a family obligation so um are you are you sure that you can't help me out today and and take my shift i'm i really have to get you know this stuff sorted out with my family and we're really grieving um about our little dog uh our little dog Jacob. <laughs> um, I mean, I really don't want to work today. Um, but like, I don't know. Maybe if you give me like twenty bucks, I'll cover your shift. You see a typing bubble come up. Hey, I'm really. Um, see, I would totally work today because I'm pretty low on money. I'm in a I'm in a rough spot right now. And we also have to cover the expenses of of getting my <laughs> Jacob. dog of getting my dog Jacob buried. So, God, we bought a we bought a coffin for him. So spent way too much on the coffin. Yeah. So is it? I'm I'm not. Um, I'm really not. You know, I would work. I would work because I have to work because I'm not. I'm not good on money right now, but I just can't because I'm low on money. So I don't think I can give you twenty bucks. So can you? take my shift would that be okay with you without taking 20 bucks yeah sorry no okay i'm gonna text um i'm gonna text our boss and let her know that the shift is gonna go uncovered and i'll let her know that you said that you didn't want to take it okay i mean it's it's not my job to cover my coworker's shift so that's probably just gonna be a write-up for you but that's cool it's also not my job well it is it is your job it's not my job to um, 
it's not my fault when my dog dies so thanks you're right that's out of your control but it is within your control to come in for the shift you were scheduled for two weeks ago you see a typing bubble come up and then go backwards <laughs> and then it's gone and you see I, a typing I, bubble I hit the home up. button i open twitter i'm not looking anymore <laughs> You see a message come through and it dings. <laughs> okay. Do you open it? I have I have um I have banners disabled. So okay. I don't see it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you have do not disturb mode on? Yeah. Alright, so there there's a message waiting for you. There's like the little red one on the messaging app. Okay. So Yeah, like thirty minutes later I open it. Hey bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it says. That's all it says. It just says, hey, man. Yeah. I react with the thumbs up. (laughs) (laughs) You see a typing bubble come up right before you exit out of it again. (laughs) Okay. I still exit. (laughs) You, uh... There's a message waiting for you when you're ready to look at it. All right. So about another half hour later, I open the message. I really don't appreciate this dot, dot, dot. I don't respond. I have nothing to say to that. Another message comes in. Okay. I look. It says, it says verbatim. F asterisk asterisk K U. (laughs) Um... Or I begin drafting an email to our manager saying that this employee is harassing me. Um. Okay. Your manager. I'm. I'll be your manager. You. You get a phone call from your manager. Oh, I'm. I'm just drafting the email. I haven't sent it yet. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you get a phone call from your manager anyway. Oh. Okay. Hey. What's up? Hey. So. Um. David just called me and let me know that. Um. He's really desperate for a shift to get taken care of. He said his his brother Jacob passed away or something. Um yeah, he he texted me. I think his dog, his dog died. Oh, man, that's really sad. Um, yeah, it's very sad. And what's the what's the reason that you can't take his shift today, Nate? Um I just kind of been planning on taking the day off today. I'm pretty tired. I just don't really want to come into work today. So, out of the kindness of your heart, you won't lend a compassionate helping hand to you know. I mean, your normally I would, normally I would, but I've been covering a lot of shifts this week, and I just don't really want to today. Okay. Well, I, I mean, you I, know better. Than, you know just as well as I do that I, I I covered like seven shifts this past week. No, you're right. You're right. I am. Uh, I mean, can't you call Jonathan? The guy never covers any shifts. Jonathan said he had a dentist appointment today. Oh, that's convenient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of convenient that that Rachel said she had an orthodontist appointment and Jonathan has a dentist appointment on the yeah, same day. Yeah, especially because in this small town we live in, there's only one dentist who is also an orthodontist. Very weird, yeah. Very so weird. So I, I didn't know that that person was booking the same two different kinds of appointments today, you know? Well, you know what i I do appreciate your honesty, and I'm I'm you know I'm happy that you're just telling me straight up rather than you know giving me some bogus lie like dentist or orthodontist. So, 
Um, I'll I'll take care of this, Nate. Don't worry. All right, cool. You're the best. Ten minutes later, you get a text. <laughs> Who's it from? David. Okay. <laughs> Do you open it? Uh, yeah, I'm interested. I open it. It says, I just got fired, period. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't respond. You get another message. <laughs> okay, what does it say? It says, this could have been avoided, period. Uh, okay, I block David. Okay. <laughs> you get a call from an unknown number. <laughs> okay, I, I answer. Hey, hello? Watch your back. <laughs> Who's this? Oh, they hung up. All right. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> Felt like I was just playing like the, the lamest Dungeons and Dragons game ever. <laughs> you were just a brick wall. There was nothing that was going to help you, man. And I even started out with the dog dying and you still just did not... Well, listen, you know, obviously in a real world situation, of course I'm going to cover that shift, you know. But yeah, I this... don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, in this, I think, you know, that's a hyperbolized example, but you know, you got to set boundaries for yourself. That's true. I think we learned a lot here today. I think I learned how to, how to get somebody fired. <laughs> Just refuse to take their shift, even when they're desperate, and push them to their limits. Just show no compassion. I love that David, like, for a split second, tried to, like, pin it on me and be like, okay, well, I'm just going to tell the manager you didn't want to take my shift. (laughs) Man, that would be so rough, right? Yeah, that would be horrible. At a certain I, um, point, I think your manager would be like, "Yeah, it's fine. You can just take the day off. We'll figure something out." Yeah, I'm. Yeah, and I'm sure the manager would be like, "Okay, we'll just be a little bit understaffed. That's fine." Yeah, the fact that the manager's on your side and ends up firing David, <laughs> I don't think I want to work. I don't think I want to work at that. Well, no, establishment. because because my character had been covering a lot of shifts. Yeah, that's true. I guess it that's true. It wasn't like I was just stonewalling everybody all the time. That was Jonathan who was stonewalling people. Yeah, Jonathan was going to dent. See, Jonathan's me in the situation. I was always like, "Sorry, I can't do it." You know, <laughs> there were. I'm telling you. I mean, we'll end this like pretty soon here, but there were days where I was just sitting at home, like watching TV or playing a game. Like when I had this old job, and somebody would send me a message like, "Dude, I really need like a shift cover today." like i'm i just got something going on like at home and i'd be like dude i'm sorry i have a dentist appointment i just can't come in (laughs) like i've done i've literally done what jonathan did in in the bit wow just i just just didn't want to do it i think for me most of the time when i was working um like end of high school before college I like really needed the money, you know, like pay for my car and gas and stuff. Right. So I was always like, listen, give me the hours. I need to work. Yeah. I mean, like right now I'm student teaching and I I literally can't have a job. It's like in my student teaching contract where like you can't work. That's another conversation, but it's basically an unpaid internship. Yeah, dude. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm actually... This is a side note. For people who don't know this, I'm delaying our plans this upcoming weekend because I got to work. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. 
Well, so, I I, t- I turned down a contract opportunity for next weekend because I said I was going to be out of town. <laughs> nice, dude. So I basically pulled a Jonathan without knowing it. Been there. Been there. <laughs> All right. I think it's about that time. Time. Like to thank our homes for letting us use their space. If you want to send in your articles, time. we're now taking listener submissions, so send them into babystationsubs at gmail.com. Ugh. Follow us on Twitter at babystationpod. Support us on Patreon. Check out our website at babystation.io. Share with your friends, family, non family, buddies, and bros. Thank you to Wario from the Mario franchise for sponsoring this podcast. And, and of I course, think it's about that. To you, our listeners, who Time. we...